What's up, Dad? What's up, Dad? What's up? What's up, Dad? What's up? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. everybody, Grayson Thompson here with the What's Up Dad podcast. Uh, we got a new episode here with Ed Fleming. Um, really good guy. Known Ed for a little while in the same industry, which is awesome. Uh, we've met a couple times, talked quite a few times, and he's local, which is nice. Um, reached out to him, and we talked about various things, and he wants to do a podcast. Has some, some aces up his sleeve, so I thought, what better way than be on my podcast? Let's talk about the podcast. Let's talk about things uh that maybe are uh, you are needing or of interest of you and then uh you know rock and roll so i always give time up front uh let my um uh, the people that are on here introduce themselves tell us tell the listeners anything you want to they want to know about you and or you might want them to know about you however it is and we'll go from there yeah all right perfect so i'm ed fleming shepherd insurance partners um we opened up in 2015 um and we, I mean, we were just a little, mostly benefits agency. We're a 92% employee benefits agency. Um, moved down to Grove City, which is where I'm from, in 2016. Um, and just kind of built out the rest of the business. I had a partner at the time. He had produced about $8,000 of revenue in about 18 months. I said, okay, buddy, well, this ain't working for you. So um, you got to be willing to actually pick the phone up and not just uh, answer the phone. So uh, moved on from him, hired a person named Patty Sheets, who's actually my sister. She'd been in the industry for about six years at that point. Um, she had worked for a large commercial agency, great agency in town called uh, Obermeyer and Hall. Um, brought her on, and she became the blue. Um, I could run around like a maniac, sell, um, do crazy things like run for city council in the local area, hmm. get my ass kicked in the local election. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she made sure that everything just kept going so uh since then we're about uh 50 50 between benefits and and uh, property and casualty okay so. awesome yeah that's exciting stuff so i did not know as um as i tell everybody all the people that are on the podcast they fill out a questionnaire and you know i tend to think sometimes i know a little something about some people and then other times, I don't even know the person that might be on the podcast, which is fun. Yep. So I learn a lot. But in this situation, I learned some things about Ed that I didn't know, which was kind of fun. So um, uh, his his advice, and I hate to just come out the gate and provide it. His advice that you've, the best advice that he ever received. And again, this might not be it, but this is what he put. Plenty, uh, plenty for every situation. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, all right. There's no way. There's no way because a I asked for what the advice was, and 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 he probably he's not going to just say that's his advice. I have plenty for every situation. I'm sure you have yeah. advice. How about that? <laughs> well, you know you're a dad. Yep. You get it. And uh, I had a dad and a grandpa who who liked to uh, do a little soapboxing, so they they like to share those odd pearls with you. Oh, there you go. And. I've had plenty of life experiences that I've been able to turn into a, a one-liner. So that's all that matters. I did comedy for a while, so it it just kind of all piled up. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You did comedy for a while. Yeah, yeah. I was in the so Wiley's down in Dayton, and uh, Dayton's funniest 
person contest through Funny Bone, and then we had a little group. Uh, we were on Bob and Tom once. I did a show at the Funny Bone in Columbus. Bombed. I was trying to make it a clean show. All my family was there. Um, yeah, it was fun. No freaking way. My hey, you want a good salesperson? Hire a comedian. They might wow. be drunk, but they can sell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is great. Man, learning something about everybody. I did not know I would have a real-life comedian on my channel. My goodness. <laughs> this is exciting. So, very cool. Very cool. You know, I'm looking through this. Something else uh, from a dad perspective on this. I'm looking here. Now, am I reading this correctly? A fairly new stepdad of five. Yeah, so two of them I'm not a stepdad to. Okay. Um, and then three of them I am. Okay. And uh, so we, I went from having what's now a six-year-old and nine-year-old uh, to a six-year-old, nine-year-old, nine-year-old, 13-year-old, and 14-year-old. It's exciting. So, yeah. And we all have birthdays in about three weeks of each other except for two of us. Like you're talking like three weeks, like May 1st to May 21st, like just one three-week period or three weeks like back to back to back to back? So it, So I guess it's. It's what four weeks. It's July sixteenth, July twenty third, July thirty first, August ninth, August seventeenth. <laughs> Love it. It's just like Love holy it. shit, that was Christmas. I just went by. <laughs> That's your Christmas in July. You guys it, have Christmas. It is, and it's just as stressful. Yeah, I can only imagine. Oh my goodness. We have to plan for three birthdays. I can only imagine five, so <laughs> You know, we have friends. It's funny. We have friends. I will not name them on here because hopefully he's on the podcast one day. Um, two or three of his kids, they have four. Two of them, I know, one shares the same birth date as the mom. Another one's like the next day or something like that. They are so close. I'm like, how in the world did you guys get so close birthdays? And it's so nice for them because they're like within – Within 30 days, they just plan all one big birthday party. I love it. You know, I know that'll eventually fizzle out as they get older, but at the end of the day, that is like a cheat code for any parent that is on here. Have birthdays that are close when they are young because that is a cheat code. You can one big shindig, knocks them all out, everybody comes. I like that. Yep. That's we funny. did that last year. Oh. Um, it was actually on my birthday, and we had the three kids of mine. And so this year they all got individual parties. Okay. And uh, my wife didn't know, but it it was my six year old's first solo birthday party. Really? So of her life. So yeah. That's exciting. So yeah, they had COVID, you know, two summers in a row basically, and then before that she had a couple of shared birthday parties. So it, it was new for her to get a experience that. Hmm. Yeah, I I gotta wonder if you guys are listening to the podcast. Like, I gotta wonder, like, is shared. I don't remember having a shared birthday party growing up with my brother. Now we were two years different, but I just oh, don't yeah. remember that being a thing. You know, even, I mean, my girls are two years different and they have shared birthday parties and yeah, you know, I just do not remember it being like, all right, kids, you have a birthday in 2023. We're all going to have a birthday party. Pick, pick a date. <laughs> you know, I just don't remember it being that way. And I feel like, Maybe that's a thing now of some sort, but I don't know. It's super interesting if you, if you ask me. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of hard, but <laughs> it has its benefits. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I know it's a very. Um, I know we're trying to we're trying to plan the girls' birthday party right now, and 
Um, we have we have gotten asked for Paw Patrol, unicorns, um, oh geez, horses, um, and then many other figurines of sorts that they want, which is kind of comical. Um, and my wife settled on we're having a paint party. So not okay. sure how she got to that, but that in some way encases everything that they were looking for. No freaking clue. But she's in charge, not me. So, but fun yep. times, fun times. So looking uh, at this, so, do yeah. what? I see. Yeah, it's, when you have those birthday parties, it's uh, it's it's a different animal. We went wrestling, space, princess, and teenagers. They don't have themes. <laughs> their themes are they're cranky. <laughs> their themes are cranky. Oh gosh, I, yeah. I'm sorry for you and. I don't know what's coming. <laughs> I don't know what's coming. Obviously, so uh, how how um you know for for the for the listeners out there, out of curiosity, when did you? So you're a new step diet of five. When did you get married? And ha- like when did all that occur? Like what at what age were your new kids? Because obviously they're older, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're the nine to fourteen year old. Mm-hmm. Um. So we got married July third last year. Okay. Um, we had dated for, so, I mean, basically COVID happened and we had kind of been going from friends to dating and it was like, well, I'm not, not going to see you. Mm-hmm. And now all these kids got to go home and, you know, I got a business to run. She had a business to run. So we got to figure this out. So we just, we, it was like a sink or swim type of thing. We were either going to jump in and we're going to fail really fast. Or we're going to jump in, and the family was going to kind of congeal together, and that's but you know, fortunately, that's what happened. That's awesome. That's awesome. So very cool. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, so undoubtedly, relatively quick. And if these are too like in depth of questions, please stop me. I, I think it's good for any and all listeners, especially when you have you know split uh, mixed family, split plan families, different family types, like. You know, as a dad, I'm sure as a dad, like imagine if you had no kids to three kids or five kids or if you had, you know, a situation. So, you know, obviously having kids of your own made it a whole lot easier to accept more kids, um, I would assume. But I can only imagine for like the other for the, for the listeners out there, like if you had no kids and you accepted three or and then then there's the conversation of there's a big age gap too. So how how was that? I mean, so fourteen would have been what eleven ish, or around? Yeah. yeah. When you started, how was that? How was that process, and how'd that go down? So they, the the little ones thought the big girls were just like cool. In fact, that's still how it is. The 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 nine year old copies the thirteenth and fourteen year old. In fact, oh, they awesome. went yesterday to Target, and the thirteen year old everything she said I liked the nine-year-old said, well, I want that. I want that. And I think it got to the point that the 13-year-old was saying, well, I like those tidy whitey underwear over there, and I like that <laughs> shampoo, and I like, boy, that soap's nice. And That's the funny. nine-year-old's going, yeah, I like that too. <laughs> so it, it has its challenges because what you really have is you have your birthing order getting kind of disrupted. Ah. Because you, you've got the – my nine-year-old went from being the oldest to being a middle, middle child. And my wife's nine-year-old going from being the baby to being a middle child. And, oh, by the way, he's the only boy of five kids. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it's it, there's there's no perfect, but 
there's no, I mean, a, a house that hasn't gone through that, that's just a, a nuclear family. There's no perfect there either. Sure. You're exactly right. Personalities and they're, they're all grown up and they're just kids. <laughs> um, that's funny. That's funny. Now the boy, cause he's one of the younger ones. He was yours right before no or no, no. That, was, that was hers oh hers okay so he got stuck right in the mix of more girls huh i mean my goodness yeah, and i don't do, do you have boys or girls i have one boy i have one boy How old uh he's the youngest he's 14 months old so okay so he hasn't tried to kill himself yet <laughs> no it, no we, we haven't gone down that path but they do that <laughs> yeah i mean it's, he's he likes to he tries to get in to the you know the outlets and all that good stuff. I mean that definitely happens. So, um, yep. You know that that's definitely there. That's for darn sure. So, but <laughs> it's it's just different. The personalities are different. Mm. And and then the, the toughest thing is you're constantly second guessing yourself. It, like, are they acting this way because their brains are just you know wired up a little differently today, or? because they hate me as a stepdad or because they're feeling some type of stress about the situation. And it's like every interaction you're like, wait, what actually caused it? You just have like this, uh, this self doubt thing going on. It's, mm. it's tough. So you're saying the boy creates more self doubt than the, the four girls. Nope. Not at all. Or all of them are just that way. They, they all. And as if, the, if, if the 14 year old short with you, is it, are you short with me? Cause you're 14 or because, you don't like me is the nine-year-old having a hard day because nine-year-olds have hard days sometimes or did i cause some terrible harm from the divorce you just have all these like mm. self-doubts that probably every parent has but it magnifies a little bit when you're in this situation interesting i've never never heard somebody say it like that or or talk about it like that so i appreciate you sharing that because it's a different look into it i mean obviously i've never personally experienced it in that way um but i guess i've i guess i've experienced being like that i have a stepbrother so in my okay. the way my dad the way my dad treats me versus him and you know all that good stuff so i i've experienced it in that way but not as a parent which is interesting so um yeah. very tough interesting cool uh so are you open to sharing uh what your uh, podcast is about for for the people that are listening or no yeah, yeah. So we've got kind of. I've actually got the album work already um, put. Or the, I guess the thumbnails. I, I'm not 60, but I sound like I'm 60. No, not at uh, all. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I, I've got the artwork of the thumbnail done on the one. It's my wife and I. We call it uh, shenanigans. I think with Ed and Katie. Okay. And we've recorded two episodes, um, and that's kind of like. So she's a realtor. Um, and she's a, a top 5% realtor in Columbus. Oh, awesome. Um, so stays busy all year. And, of course, I own Shepherd Insurance Partners. And it's kind of like, what's it like having jobs, having different jobs, a, a, a mixed family of five, um, and all the challenges that come with that and the fun that we have and just the, the goofiness. And then the other one is uh, Shane at the office here. Um, I think we're calling it covered with Ed and Shane. Um, and it's going to be, you know, bringing a guest talk for a half hour and then, and then do another half hour on just, you know, whatever we're, we're trying to do that kind of content, get them in, but then this isn't education. We're not trying to bore you with insurance. 
Um, nobody needs, nobody wants that. Right. Wait, um, insurance is extremely sexy. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. It is. It is the sexiest thing I've ever talked about. I mean, I, t- I tell you, I love running reconstruction cost estimates and dealing with claims adjusters. Oh, I mean, say that word slower to me. <laughs> reconstruction. <laughs> oh, my. I mean, I love, I love the in-depth conversations I have with my insureds about um, how their home, it would take more to rebuild it than what they paid for it. I love telling them. Yeah, that. I know. I mean, it's music to their uh, ears at the end of the day. So. Uh, yeah, it's one thing though. You tell somebody, oh, you bought that for two hundred thousand in twenty ten. Cool, it's like eight hundred thousand to rebuild it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's like That's kids random. though. It's like trying to explain things to kids, like the adult version of things to yeah. kids. Like I feel like that's what it is. And I'm not and, and my goodness, that probably just spoiled this is a one take, guys. You're not gonna get we're not getting rid of this. So like it's I hope it doesn't spoil anybody's thoughts on the on my insurance abilities. I don't think that you're kids. I'm just saying like it's trying to explain that sometimes it makes yeah. it hard because we have to break it down. It's like having to break it down with our children. You know, well, not not all. And, and the thing is, when you're gathering the information, you can kind of set the expectation. Mm-hmm. It is what do you think it costs to rebuild your home? What if I put a number of $150 a square foot in your head? And they can sit there and do the math real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, my house is 2,000 square foot. Oh, wow, that's a lot of money. And if it's a little bit above that, well, you've already kind of set it. But it's also that that's a way to qualify your buyer. Sure. Because if they start fighting with you, you can say, okay, well, our agency, we have standards. Go ahead and send the quote how we will quote it. And maybe you don't press so hard or you don't, you know, you're not going to have a, an intelligent conversation with that person, but there's other agencies. Yeah. And that agency would fit probably a little bit better for for a buyer. Mm-hmm. We, we focus on clients here. I think the same thing there where your clients are educated, they're savvy, but they're still sticker shock when you show them. Like, yeah, this is a million dollars. The yeah. hell it is, and we'll let my house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's fantastic. That's. And I probably say a lot of things I shouldn't say. Um. So, but that's all I good. No, no, I. You know, we all have those conversations. You know, insureds are. You know, customers are fun, and they get it. You know, they have a hard time. I mean, it's a cost that they can never recognize. I was talking to a carrier today, and. You know, I, I relate a lot of these things to family dynamics and, and, and dealing with kids and schools and stuff and, and, and whatnot. But it was funny. You know, it's like it's like the law of, of sickness. You know, every kid's probably dealt with some type of sickness since they got back to school right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the yeah, law of sickness. Right. Well, same thing goes. There's a law of claims that occurs yeah. in our industry. And I mean, when it gets bad, it's like it gets bad for everybody. You know, and we're in that right now. I mean, I think we submitted like 200 claims last month or no, like with in May and June, we submitted like 200 claims just alone. And, you know, and it was just it was just like one after another after another. It was just like a bunch of sick kids coming in. You know what I mean? And you're dealing with it and you're helping them through their situation and stuff. And it's just it's it's a tough world that we live in. But that's it. You know, and you just try to help them out through it and 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 go through everything and just do do the best you can. So. Just do the best you can. Uh, So I'm going, I'm going through your, I'm going through your thing here and I I am looking at stuff and I have to ask a question because my wife does a similar thing here. um, And it's, it's kind of awkward that I'm comparing my wife to another man, but um, I pronounce words strangely. Give me a word that you pronounce strangely. I got to hear this. 
So the best one that they always make fun because they hear me doing a quote or getting the information for a quote is how old your roof? Roof? So my kids will start barking at me. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Bunch of little assholes. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's fantastic. My um my my wife has a hard time for some reason. Ever since I married, ever since I, I met her, uh, saying the word hanger, like a physical hanger. I don't like mm -hmm. the G and the N and something just messes with her. And her parents used to make fun of her for some stupid reason, you know, and just give her give her words. So it's funny that you say like you pronounce words funny. It's like it's like the word golf or golf or golf or golf golf or whatever yeah. it is. I swear being from the South, like I get made fun of all the time. We have one set of friends that always make fun of me that you're going golfing, golfing. Yep. Like, you know, so I get it. I mean, I feel your pain. It's just, you know, but roof, I, I give you that one. That one's kind of good. It, I got that. I got burrito, dolphin. They, they hit me on everything. Yeah. My, my father-in-law, um, when, he, when Chipotle come in town, uh, you know, on Hilliard Run Road, he 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 one day called it Chipotle. Yeah, that's yeah, actually right. what we called it at our house. Yeah, yeah, as everybody does, but he actually called it that because he thought that was what it was. And I was like, "Oh my goodness! Like, what? Really, 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 old man? Yeah, that was that." Well, so, well, it's funny. With you, you just said the word. Um, often we hear people from out of town say, "You know, where are you going? Well, we're going to Hilliard." Yeah, yeah. Hillard, or, where the hell is or Mir. Yeah. Where's Mir at? I don't even know. How. Yeah, Mir. It's another one of those that just, you know, pronunciation of, of fun names and stuff like that. So that's fantastic. Yep. So how did you find out that you yell in your sleep other than your wife? I mean, did you get recorded one night? Like, what are you yelling at? Are you? All right, so it's funny. It's a, here, I'll tell you, this is a great little segue. All right. So I have a reoccurring nightmare I've had since I was like 10. Oh, no. You know, Ghostface from Scream? Mm hmm That guy has chased me for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it, All right. And, and and my wife tells me, she says, it sounds like you're humming, and then you'll be humming louder, and all of a sudden, you're like, ah! I say, okay, well, that's when he probably stabs me. So she heard this a few times, and she thought it would be funny, and it sounds terrible. And it, it is terrible, but she, so we were, it was night. It was like Halloween time. I go to the bathroom. I come out, and there's a ghost face. Like, as soon as I get out of the bathroom, and I punch it right in the face, and it was my wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That is great. That is great. Like, so she's sitting on the ground, like, crowding her jaw. I was oh. like, oh, no. I'm going to jail. Yep. That's bad. Yeah, I – uh. I have I I I'm I'm rough. I I do a little bit of sleepwalking. No idea where that came from. My wife hates it. Um so that's kind of comical. And she is the world's worst. She is the world's worst. So my the problem is is my wife like eggs me on when I sleepwalk. She'd be like, "Yeah. Like if I like something happened and then like I might get up for whatever reason, I hear like a noise." So like I'm a super light sleeper. And just always been that way. And like, if I hear something and I get up and then like my mind just like, it's like, Whoa, like what is going on? Right. And, and then like, let's say I wake, I end up waking her up. She like eggs me on. She's like, what are you looking for? 
why are you looking for that? Did you find it? I'm like, I, you know, obviously I have no freaking clue what's going on. I'm not in my right mind. And then, and then to try to go back to bed after that is, is, is a nightmare. But you know what? You talk about a reoccurring nightmare. Don't have one of Ghostface. However, there has been a many, a many, a many times, and maybe this is something that's like something that some shaman reader would tell me that I got problems in my life. But, um, she, uh, my, my ongoing one is being chased or running from something or to something and not being fast enough. Yeah. Like just not like almost like I'm running and I'm running like in and sand. I, huh? Like you're running in sand. Like I'm running in sand and I'm just, I just cannot yeah. get there. Or like the distance just keeps going further and further away or like I'm stuck or I'm just gassed or whatever it is and i feel like i've had that nightmare so many times now i don't yeah i don't talk in my sleep for that one or anything i mean she's never said that i've done that or any of that stuff but that one is just like such a wicked dream you talk about your ghost face thing which that's kind of creepy um but this is like <laughs> super it's it's a mental game right like it's such a mental yep. thing it plays on you you know oh oh man i whew couldn't imagine like if it were one like that that would be rough throw that on top yeah, of it. i mean i laugh at it at this point but yeah it's like son of a bitch can it at least be somebody new <laughs> oh i know the... i've got other people that want to stab me oh man that's funny <laughs> that's funny <laughs> other people that want to stab me i got some other insurance agents that are out to get me no i'm just kidding all the business, all the business i've stolen from them that's great that's too good yeah so very cool very cool all right so you like golfing, which I probably said that wrong. You like reading. You like to date your wife. That's important. Um, <laughs> you know, and then you like to hang out with fr- OSU friends and Browns friends. I didn't realize there's that many Browns people around here. Ha. Huh. Like, it's well, everywhere. I mean, we're, we're dedicated. That's what, uh, that's what I've heard. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I've heard. So, oh, that is great. That is great. So. Uh, other things you've put on here reading twice. Are you into any specific type of reading? Do you do anything for dad stuff or just, you just like to read in general or. I, so there's, there is a book that I love. It's called the go giver. Okay. Um, I, I honestly give it to people who work here or I was the president of the chamber in Grove city. I gave it out to every board member. Hmm. I encourage everybody to read it. it. It's about a day read. Okay. Not exactly deep. Um, but after that, the like self help and all that, it just it's like the same thing over and over. Okay. Um, I don't I don't get into that a whole lot. But I love reading about history. Um, I love Atlas Shrug, The Fountainhead. Um, I like a guy named Tim Dorsey. He did Florida Roadkill, hilarious book. Hmm. Um, he did a couple other like Hammerhead Ranch and uh, Orange Crush, all kind of around this one very crazy serial killer who's also a history buff hmm. um but he it's kind of an anti-hero type guy but I'll, I'll read anything um right right now i'm reading i think it's called massacre at the mission um it's kind of unraveling the lie of the whitman massacre that happened up in pacific northwest and we made it seem like the white guy was killed by the Indians, and then the Indians were rightfully conquered. And eh, not exactly how that all worked out. Interesting. So it's interesting to read about that. Uh, next, I'm probably going to read um, a John Lennon book, just the, 
the last days of John Lennon. Before that, I read I read Dave Grohl, which that was like it was like reading his diary, just like notes. Hmm. Really entertaining, not not really deep. Your brain can just kind of turn off and you know go into it. You know, I am not a big reader whatsoever. I've never been at all. And I always tell people, like, I'm, that's like my New Year, Year's resolution that I fail at every year of I'm going to read more books because everybody tells me I need to read more. Um, but I love the fact that you're the first person that's not telling me I should read, you know, all these self-help it, books. And it, It's exhausting. It, it is. It is. Um, I think they're important. Don't get me wrong. I think they're important. I think they're helpful, right? I yes. mean, they're definitely helpful. I'm, I'm more like a visual person, so I love seeing, like, um, reels on – like inspirational reels on Instagram or like hearing and listening to people speak like, uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it, that, that's something that, that gets me going right in, in the same way than just reading a book. I have a hard time reading a book about it. It's just, it's, it's well, the, the problem. If you're in that position for me, just for me, I know some people, everybody's different. Um, if I'm in that position, I need somebody to like, give me a perspective. Mm-hmm. So I, I honestly would rather you know go see a therapist if I'm in that type of situation. I need to work through something. I'm stuck. I'm you know whatever. Or you know before that, if it's something I feel comfortable opening up to my wife about. Mm. But sometimes it's easier to share stuff with somebody that you'll just never see again. Sure. Um, but that that's just me. Yeah. Never. Now I've been told to go see a therapist. Well, thanks, Ed. I really appreciate that, <laughs> guys. This has been a great podcast. I might not be back next week as I'll be scheduling my next therapy appointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's great. That's great. No, I love it. I love it. So, uh, all right. So in every episode, we we talk about all kinds of fun things. You're clearly an OSU fan. You're a Browns fan. Uh, are you okay? Here's here's the big question: Are you PGA pro or live golf? What where where are your stance on that? I got to get the 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 inside knowledge of a, a person that watches golf. What are you thinking? Well, what I think is the PGA really paying themselves in the corner, and I could see maybe an antitrust lawsuit coming out of this. Sure. Um, I you know the Masters. I went to the Masters in 2014. Okay. U.S. Open. I. I I like the heritage. I like the tradition. However, I'm also a capitalist. Mm. So I am very much into a guy saying, this is my brand. This is how I make money. It's my job. I want to maximize my earnings. And this is the best way for me to do that. Sure. So if it's an enticing match, I would turn it on. Sure. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. You know, I think uh, money talks. Yep. That's what it's about. I mean, if we are we are uh, negatively impacting uh, people's fortunes by not by like not like that's what the 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 live golf tour is doing like they're they're positively impacting people right and the pga it was not necessarily doing that however there's this other side of like phil mickelson has made a boatload of money tiger woods has made a boatload of money right Mm -hmm. but but the caveat to that is most of their money or a substantial amount of their money has been made off the golf course you know that's think of it like so have you ever read the atlas shrug no, I have not. There's a very long set. That book could be about 500 pages shorter, and it would still be like 700 pages. <laughs> um, so there's a very long speech towards the end of the book, and the gist of it is you don't have a right to what's in my head or in my heart. Okay. Just because I'm a doer in society 
you don't have a right to it. I don't have to do that and give it away. Mm. There's no altruistic, you know, I, I don't have to be told that, well, you need to lower your price because this guy over here needs that for free mm. and it's for the greater good. Yeah, that's not how it works. Sure. These guys were given a talent and they're just simply saying, you don't owe me. You don't own my talent. I own my talent. And if the PGA would let these guys own their pictures, own their brand effectively, um, just want to be. We wouldn't be talking about this. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It it almost sounds like uh sounds like the the stuff going on with college college sports. I mean, in reality, when you think about it, it's you know these kids never own their brand, and now they have, and now they're driving around, and now they can freely drive around in their Mercedes Benz that have been given by the dealership, and they can take care feed their family because they got a little little extra bread in their pocket. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I mean. It it's just an extension of that of people just wanting to say you know what I I need to be paid for what what I am and not like the PGA doesn't need to be necessarily paid so I just follow my thing is follow the money however where I step out and I say like you signed a contract you're working for somebody like follow through with it too right so there's like the other side of that and in, in the aspect of like I mean we we can talk contracts but you know what I mean oh, like. Yeah. We can talk contracts, but the reality of it is, is like if you sign for something, you should know what it is, and you should understand the repercussions of it, you know, and things that are coming. Well, they so. did, I mean, there's really no contract, though. They're just a member of the PGA, and they went to the PGA and said, we, we'd like the opportunity, at least, you know, like Phil Mickelson did. Mm-hmm. And so we'd like the opportunity, and they said no, and so Phil Mickelson said, well, I'm take my talents elsewhere. And he's you know, kind of like LeBron when he jumped ship from the Cavs. He didn't break the contract or anything just all right i'm out yeah well if that if that's what's happening then that's what's happening i just say follow the money i think the other guys there might be some other guys doing different things but i think what started with phil that that's the basis of it he wanted to own his thing yeah yeah i don't play golf that i mean i I play golf um but i'm not making money like that so therefore it doesn't matter to me and nor does it is it not applicable Uh, the reality of it is i'll watch it on sundays or, yep. you know, as frequently as I possibly can, I'll play as many scrambles as possible because that's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and just have have a blast at doing it. So it's all that matters. All that matters. All right. Yep. Couple things we will end. We will we will leave on this. A couple things I got for you. Uh, what's your go to bourbon right now? You said bourbon and wine are your go to alcohol drinks. You got any go tos now? I mean, bourbon's the craze. Uh, right now, I've got a bottle of Angel's Envy that a uh, friend Nick gave me for my birthday. Okay. Um. Bourbon, I'm, I'm whatever I can find that sounds interesting. Um, I love Larceny. That's mm. probably my favorite right now. Okay. Problem with Larceny is you can probably drink about four and go, ooh, that's smooth. I'll take a fifth and then just kind of fall over. <laughs> um, that's great. That, that smooth stuff will get you. A little bit. Um, and then red wine, dry red wine. Um, there's something called Fremark Abbey that, that I really like. Okay. Um, but that's it. I'm not. Uh, I've had to change how I drink in the last couple of years. When I've, I've become an insulin dependent diabetic, mm. so it kind of changed the landscape for me. I can understand that might that might affect things. Yeah, I don't want to die. Yeah, yep. You'd like to have another drink, so why not be more <laughs> exactly. proper, right? Like, I'm going to continue this tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, all right. Are any of your kids uh, diabetic, or was that a no? Uh, it, it's a, um, autoimmune disorder. Oh, okay. So, CBD. Okay. We'll gotcha. find out. So, 
Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah. Does it run in your family or anything or any of that or? Uh, that autoimmune know? does. Autoimmune. Okay. So mom has one. Her mom had one. So if your parents are not autoimmune, you've got a 50-50 chance of forming an autoimmune disorder. And then there are an endless list of autoimmune disorders. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, so I got this one. Oh. Sounds. It's fun. A lot. Like a lot. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll hope, 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 uh, hope the kids, you know, I always say it's, it's like awkward to say, like, I hope they don't get it right. Like, I hope they don't have to deal with it. I mean, and that's like a, a, such a positive thing to say, but it sounds so bad, like for you, right? Like the reality of it is like, I'm sure whatever it is, looks like you're doing the best you can with your life. And I hope if they get whatever it is, they're able to do what the best they can with their life. That's the way I view it. I mean, I, I got it because I can handle it. Yeah, that's what we get in life. That's what we can handle. I love that. That yeah. that has to be your advice for the day, right there. Because honestly, <laughs> that's, 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 a that's a great one liner. My goodness, my goodness, that's a great one liner. Uh, any any last advice for the listeners today? Um, you know, before we hop off. So I really appreciate uh, being on. I, I think everybody can take this advice right now. It's just lighten up. Everybody's taking their lives, their the world, just way too serious. Um. I think if everybody stepped back and just realized everybody's trying to do the best they can instead of constantly analyzing every little sentence that everybody says, or if somebody does offend you, just what's it really matter? Mm. How, how does that guide your life? Got it. I, I like that. I like that. I can go with that. So I, I'm not coming with anything heavy today. I got a couple dad jokes that I wanted to oh, go I like with. Those. So, um, I feel like these are so corny. These are corny dad jokes. So we're going to go with some corny dad jokes today. Can like February it. March? No, but April may. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I mean, just as corny as can be like, right. Um, why don't crabs give to charity? Why not? Because they're shellfish. Yep. I know. <laughs> terrible. Terrible right now. That's a good account. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me make sure. Um, uh, why do melons have weddings? I don't know why. Because they cantaloupe. Eh. I mean, That's I'm just good. saying. I am I am on a roll today, guys. There's a ton of them. Um, and in the last one, just because, you know, it's fun times. Uh, I got hit in the head with a can of Diet Coke today. Don't worry, I'm not hurt. It was a soft drink. Yeah, I didn't even laugh wah, at that one. Wah. Didn't even laugh at that one. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Well, just remember, Wait, all no, these you, dad jokes. You've heard this one, though. All right, let's go. Why is ten scared? Why? Because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> I've heard that. My favorite joke okay. in my household, and my daughters think it's comical. And my my daughter copies me, but for some reason she hasn't got it right yet. So uh, they say I'm thirsty, and I'm say, and I say, well, I'm Friday. Come over Saturday, and we'll have a yeah. Sunday. You know. And my daughter it pisses her off every time I say that because we're in like always in the spot to which she's in the third row of the van and I can't get her anything to drink or whatever it is. And it pisses her off. But then she tries to use that joke for every little thing. Like her sister said, she's hungry. Or I say, I need something. She's like, well, I'm there. And I'm like, you little trying to be funny, trying to be funny. There's going to be something. Well, that's yeah. There's listen, there's always humor in life. Um, try having back when the six year old was a five year old. She'd go to her mom's house, and we would inevitably get a text, like, at Christmas time after we watched Home Alone. Did you know your daughter just told me to shut up, you little jerk? 
I love it. I love Merry it. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, all right. Well, Ed, it was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on here uh, today yeah. and just giving us a different a different look at, you know, different things that are going on in life. You know, on the What's Up Dad podcast, we were trying to just uh, hear from a lot of different people, different perspectives and understand what's going on there. We're all dads living li- living different lives. We might be in the same industry and share some common common ground but we're all dads and that's the cool part about it so um i will make sure to uh when ed posts his podcast um i'm gonna make sure to put it out there so definitely follow see that that's out there um he's got some cool things going on um with shepherd insurance partners um so uh maybe a competitor but ed's a good guy and honestly if you got insured by him i i know you were in a good place too so that's what matters um but but yeah, no, thanks for coming on, and, and uh, until next time. Guys, if you have not, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share, uh, tune in, whatever you're doing to any of the podcast places you're at, whether it's Spotify or something or another. They're all listed, and we're everywhere. So make sure you give us a, give us a review if possible, and we're excited for the next one. Thanks. Very cool. See you, bud. See ya. Dad, 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 dad. What's up, Dad? Hey, Dad. What's up?